I'm Delta Work, and it's time for Very Delta. Six is here, but first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. M. Oh. M. Mom! Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Oh, are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Oh, like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be very Delta. I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta, a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and get Very Delta. Very Delta is for the woman who once read an authorized biography on the beach, and it was terrific. But first, let's get into some things that are Very Delta. I do a thing sometimes where it's like this. This is like wide-eyed. And then this is like sparkly eyes. Wide eyes. Sparkly eyes. This looks more uh, genuine. Because it feels like I don't mind if my wrinkles show. Like, Right? This is like ecstasy. Like, But then this is like professional. What about when people say professional? There's people that have like a thing where they talk and they're like, oh, that's lovely. It's professional. Like their teeth don't close. Oh, my gosh. Or when people say human instead of human. 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 How come it's Arkansas, but it's Kansas? You feel me? Like if you took the A-R away from Arkansas, it would be Kansas. So why is it Arkansas, but it's not Kansas. Like, where are you from? Oh, I live in Kansas. How come we don't say that? How come we don't say Arkansas? That's weird. Well, who decided that? Who? Arkansas. There's other ones. I don't know what other ones there are, but there's other ones. There's people out there that do that. There's people out there that do that. There's people. And it's not even a speech impediment. I think it's like a thing where people like purposely, you know, like what was that? What was that language that people were doing? Um, it's like a continental accent that was popular in, in like the '40s to maybe the late '50s or the th- something like that. And they would say like, "Call the detectives and fast." Like they, that's how they would speak. I don't know what that is. It's not exactly the same, but it's a thing. It's a affectation, a vocal affectation. Mm, I feel like there's a booger breathing up and down in my nose. Ooh, that sounded like a fart. You know when you you hear a fart noise and then you try to make the fart noise happen again, but people are like, you farted. And you're like, I did not fart. I swear it's my shoe. Producer Mark wears Hoka shoes and they fart. They're not as bad anymore because I feel like he broke them in, but I almost bought some too. I saw them at the store and I was like, I should get those. Hmm. I want to start at the tire shop. What am I responsible for at the tire shop? I have spent two afternoons in this past month at the tire shop because I've had nails in my tires. I don't think anyone's sabotaging me. I think it's just I live in a new place and I'm driving sort of the same route. And there's some of my neighbors are Jawas. So like I can tell they just load up their trucks with just shit. I don't know if they do scrap metal or what they do, but I think there's like findings and 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 nails and needles and I, whatever comes from scrap places are in these trucks. So I think they fall out. And I think it's just, you know, it's just going to happen. It has happened. And of course, I got my tires at America's Best a long time ago. Not that long ago. Um, but every time I have gotten new tires, they give you that package where it's like pay, I don't know, $40 more each tire. And then for the life of the tires, you can come in and we'll either patch whatever's fucked up or we'll rotate them or we'll replace the tire. They do it all. I highly, highly, highly 
suggest doing that. But what I don't understand when I go there is you walk in and they have this little, this little something. They have this thing that they bring out when you're in line and they're like, hey, how can I help you? And I go, oh, I can tell that I have like something wrong with my back rear tire because the readout says like 19 PSI or whatever, and it's not supposed to be 19. And so it's losing tire pressure. So I need you to check that out. And in my impression, I'm going to need to give them like my, my information. So the guy takes it out, types my name in, types my phone number. Now, if you've been there as many times as I have, and you're a customer who's spent, I don't know. I feel like every time you go get new tires, it's, I don't know. I drive a sedan. So $800, $900, something like that. Um, And then you do those add-ons. Wouldn't your name be in a system? So what do you need this information? Like, how does that not connect from here to there? So anyway, I give him that and he says, all right, someone will be with you. I my, I thought I was going to walk in and just hand my keys over and go, hey, my, this is my name. Can you check it out? And then they were just going to come to me. So anyway, he takes it, goes away and then comes back and goes, all right, let's go see what's wrong with your car. Well, no, let's not do anything. Like, I don't want to go back outside to the parking lot with you because there's no light I can shed on this that you're not going to already shed. Like you work here. I just drive around in the car and I'm the one that like just sets down that like almost maxed out American express card. And I'm just like, please just like make it. So (laughs) make it. So if we have to, but you know, normally they're not going to put anything on there because everything's covered and they haven't put anything on there because everything's covered. But we go out and the guy's like, Oh, he's bending down and he's touching the tires. He's like this, touching them and he's looking at it and he looks up at me. You drive a lot, huh? I'm like, I mean, no more than anyone else. I just, you know, around like my home and like drive a couple of counties away, like twice a month, like not that much. Oh, yeah. Gotta check these out. You know what? I might as well go check out the other ones as well. And I feel like, The reason for that would likely be an upsell. Like the idea is to put it in your mind that we've got to check out all these tires because we want you to be safe, boss. We want you to be safe, chief. We want you to be safe, my guy. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm your chief. I'm your boss. I'm your guy. Like, bring it. Like, it's all good. I'm not afraid. But I, why did I have to leave the air-conditioned place with, like, the nice chairs and the free Wi-Fi to walk outside with you? What am I going to do for you? You already... I would think that this machine would have said, this person has the, the pro package. They've been here this many times. We can see that they've... Every time they buy tires, they've bought tires here. Um, There's nothing we can upsell to them. So... Just take the keys, go out there, swing the car around, have the person pop off the tire, put it in the water and spin it around and go, this can be repaired with a patch or this needs to have the tire replaced. Whatever it is, I don't need to leave the air conditioning to go outside and watch you. I feel like when I go out, I feel like that little boy when I was 11 years old and my stepdad was like, hold the flashlight under the car for me. And I'm like standing there thinking like, how do I respond to this guy? Because every time he's like, oh, yeah. Ooh. And I'm kind of like, right? I know, right? Oh, my God. Like, what do I say? Like, how do I how do I agree but not agree? Because I don't want it to be like, I know what you're talking about. Because then as soon as we walk back in, there's this chart. And, he's, and it's got these green lines. And it's got like two red lines. And then like maybe a yellow line. He's like, huh, look at your tires. You're about here. And so he points somewhere in the green. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, I know, right? Like, no, I don't I don't know what that means. Like, I'm trusting you to know that I bought these tires four years ago and the life expectancy of them is six years. And I think they should last about six years. So if I need new tires, just tell me. But that information meant nothing to me because he didn't have anything to tell me about that information. He just said, so you're, you're doing good. We'll check this out. And I will say America's best. I got to give it to you. Every time I've gone in there, if they tell me, if I walk in at one and they say it's going to be ready at three 30, it's ready 
probably within an hour. Like they kick ass. They are on it. They've never been nothing but good and kind. I have nothing but kind things to say about the service. I'm just curious as to why you think I have to go outside and help you. I don't know what I'm talking about. Trader Joe's banana pudding ice cream let me down. I'm telling you, Trader Joe's banana pudding ice cream has let me down. I love banana pudding. It is my go-to dessert across the board. Bad banana pudding, good banana pudding, your mom's banana pudding, your dad's banana pudding, all of it. I like it all. And I'm going to say that I will eat the banana pudding ice cream. If we're at someone's house and they serve it and they go, isn't this great? I'm going to go, this is delicious. Thank you for thinking of me. I think it's wonderful. Um, But I'm here to tell you, it's not all that. It's really not. I don't think it's got that much banana in it. I think if they use fresh banana and like a vanilla wafer and vanilla ice cream, I think they maybe should have squirted a little more banana extract in it. Or I think we could make a cocktail with 99 bananas and the banana pudding ice cream. Like that I'm down for. But as it exists, everyone's peeing and swearing that it's just so good it is not all that. It's it's okay, but I'm not like, whoa, like you let my ass have it. And I think Trader Joe's, like love Trader Joe's. My friend Joey works at Trader Joe's in Cerritos and he kicks ass. But, um, you know, I think Trader Joe's is kind of a place where you want to have like wacky fun foods. Like that's what it's sort of become. And the idea of a banana pudding ice cream, like I was, I was with it. And people have recently been tagging me in it. And they're like, oh, did you know about this? And I, I do have to say, like, I don't think you're fucking listening to the podcast if you're asking me if I've tried banana pudding ice cream because I fucking talked about it like three times already. So if you bring me this, that means to tell me that you're not listening. And I'm just letting you know that you like me, but you don't love me if you've never heard me talk about banana pudding ice cream from Trader Joe's. Because maybe I was on it. I was with it. I had it before it started getting all crazy on TikTok. They brought that shit out a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? You you think you think I got to this point without trying all the ice creams? I've tried all the ice creams. Bring me the new shit. I want the new shit. The new, new shit. I haven't had the pumpkin um, frosty. That's one I haven't had. But that's just barely coming out. It should be out already, I think. Fuck, I got to go get that. I'm going to get that on the way home. That's what I'm going to get, a pumpkin frosty. And then I'll try the pumpkin cold brew. I'm telling you right now, I can. I already know that I'm going to have to get my own cup and probably mix the pumpkin frosty half and then half pumpkin cold brew and mix that shit together. And it's going to be correct. It's going to be a very, very creamy treat. That's how I'm going to do it. That's how I'm going to do it. Do you want to see me take a break? I think you want to see me take a break. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online, and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders. You can have an online store. You can sell your products directly on your site. And they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Yesterday, I um, 
ran a bunch of errands, and all I really wanted was a hot dog. That's what I really, really wanted. So I went to 7-Eleven to get one of their spicy big bites. And the guy, its you can't serve it yourself. They have to serve it for you at this location. So he gave me the thing, and I opened it up in the car, and the bun is in a wrapper, and then the hot dog is sitting next to it. I'm like, oh, they really went all out. Um, so I don't put anything on it. I just eat it like that. And I took the hot dog out and I put it in the bun and then I took a bite of it. And I, at first when I felt the hot dog, I was like, it does feel a little cold, but I mean, the air probably got to it. No, it was from the refrigerator. So I didn't eat, I took a bite of it and then I just spit the bite back out. So I feel like because I didn't eat it, I probably lost weight. I think that's like a tip. You know what I mean? Like just get the food from an inferior place and then you don't eat it. I drank a water. I drank a water like almost this big, but I didn't buy this kind. I bought the uh, President's Choice or whatever. You know, it's all the same. They say it's different, but it's not different. Although a lot of people are like, oh, no, it's all about Voss. All about, uh, do you remember Volvic water? Does any, You don't remember that? It was a thing. Anyway, volcanic water is supposed to be the best for you because it's like so crispy and good. Well, it's supposed to taste the best. I don't know. I miss Naya water. Did you ever have Naya water? You're too young for Naya water. We're the same age. We are not the same age. You're exactly the same age. You just treat your body better. That's why you look so (laughs) dark. Okay, ready? Are we ready, Mark? She is an Emmy award-winning makeup artist, and she is gorgeous, 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 times six. It's six. Thank you. Hi, Hi, six. How are you? Good. You look amazing. You look amazing. We um we were talking off camera about this idea of like cheating for camera. And I know that's not, I mean, that's not the way to live your life uh, behind the camera. But sometimes you have to. Sometimes you're like, let me cover up a stain or, you know, let me cover up a thing. Do you ever have to do that? Have you ever had to do that? Every single day of my life. Really? Yeah. I think I live um, so hyper vigilantly, mm-hmm. hyper vigilantly in my life where I am constantly thinking about what's going on on, near, or around me. Right. I'm so hyper-aware of my surroundings and who I am and and the space that I take up um, that once I've gotten through all of that, then I start being aware of the space you're taking up mm-hmm. and this person next to you is taking up, and, and it just kind of overrules my life. It's kind of a sickness. You think it is? I think it's a sickness, yeah, because I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I said... I just don't know how to just relax and just be at peace. Mm-hmm. So I've been going to hypnotherapy. It's been it's been working. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little less tied to the results. Okay. And just more about walking through the doors that are available and and just letting go and being the best that I can be. But when it comes to like stains and things like that, I'm very aware of it. And I know how I react when I see something on somebody else because I'm so hyper vigilant. Right. So it's just kind of like me being my own best assistant. You know, I I think that probably comes from living your life both in front of the camera and behind the camera. You're totally aware at all times that you have to be uh, you have to be your uh, the best model. And you have to be a makeup artist and a hairdresser. You have to be able to do all of those things. Therapist. Everything. <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to look at something and go, I could style that if I had to. Yeah. Right? Of course. And so it makes you just vigilant. Well, I mean, I think we grew up in a time where, you know, as queer people, for me anyway, I was so aware of my surroundings and the way that people were taking me in because they called so many things out about me that were wrong or didn't mm-hmm. fit in or didn't sit well with them. And um, I became very early on so aware of who I was, how I walked, how I talked, how I dressed, the people that I surrounded myself with, the kind of grades that I got, how I would interact with different people um, at different times. And I think that I can safely, like, I, I can assume that for most queer people, we've all had to grow up being something that we're not. Right. So then when you start trying to peel back the layers of authenticity and figuring out who you are as a person, it's like you got to make a lot of mistakes. And mm-hmm. I've made so many mistakes. I grew up with drag. Right. I was 14 the first time I got put in drag. I couldn't get out of it. And it's just kind of weird how that path has led me along the trajectory that I'm on now and, and where I'm at. But right. Yeah, we have like obviously like, when you say that it, it, it brings me to this sort of 
way that I've had to uh, or chosen to live my life, especially in the last few years. And that is that I only want to be around people who know me at my absolute worst, but they only champion my best. Yeah. Like I have to be in that space. And if that means whittling down just to a handful of people with a leftover finger or two, yeah. that's absolutely fine with yeah. me. Um, and, and so we've known each other in the capacity of professionally uh, as a hairdresser and a makeup artist on a project. We've known each other uh, just most recently showing up to do a brunch together and a good old fashioned game of dress up drag show. Yeah. We know each other in so many different capacities. And that's something that I've always known about you is when you are around people, you because you do have that critical eye, you don't like other people to be put in a situation where somebody might find something to tear down at them. Yeah. And even like right here, you might say to me but off camera, like, hey, get over here to touch this, touch that, yeah. because you know what what would maybe break my heart if I wasn't aware that I could have controlled that. Yeah. And when you see it in other people, like that's just like, that's the type of people I like being around. Yeah. I think that I'm just a very direct person right. when it comes to seeing things that can be fixed, right. finding the solution. And I really honestly won't say anything to anybody about it unless I know I can be the solution. Absolutely. That's who you are. Yeah. I know that about you. Like, yeah. cause I've experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, we are here. We are here. But you were also there. I, I've been everywhere. You have. Tell me about it. I, it's been incredible. You know, the last five years of my life has really just been something otherworldly. Mm -hmm. You know, I went, uh, you know, I, I'm a queer person finding myself. I lost my best friend when I was um, in my 30s. And it just, she was my mirror. She was the person that showed me who I was and, and would tell me, like, girl, you're you're, you're not quite who you used to be. And she would keep me on track. When I lost her, I just lost every part of me. And I started falling really deep into the things that people who are lost do. Mm -hmm. Lost people, lost souls, lost things, and just trying to feel better about myself. I ended up not having a home and, and being severely addicted to things that you don't want to be addicted to. And, um, you know, I made a decision to get sober uh, six years ago. It's been six years ago uh, in a couple weeks. It'll be six years total. Um, so you, you're purposely branding your sobriety. Six years sobriety, okay. six years the name. Six is really just following me everywhere. But the we're here thing just happened so quickly. Um, the drag thing happened so quickly. You know, I was at a really low point in my life and I didn't know what I could do with my life. I had come to Hollywood. I had worked on all the shows. I had done makeup. I had done hair. I had met all the people. I'd been to all the parties. And six months into it, I was like, okay, now what's next? You know, that bucket list that I thought that I was going to create for myself that was long lasting, lifelong lasting, I had done in six months. Mm -hmm. And I just became really bored. And I became lost and I found myself very lonely. This town can be very lonely. Mm -hmm. um, and I found myself very alone with my thoughts. And, you know, the, the, the short story is, is that I found myself. The long story is, is that I have always questioned my ability and my capability of being able to do things. But I knew I was great at drag. Mm -hmm. I knew I was great at doing drag. I had no wigs. I had no makeup. I had nothing. I didn't even have a home. And I went to uh, FUBAR and found an old friend of mine, uh, Ray Latrey, mm -hmm. um, who said to me, she was the first person that said to me, she said, if you do this drug, I'm never going to talk to you again. And she didn't. And um, it was it was quite lonely having, you know, to go through that by myself. But when I got sober, I found her again and I said, hey, I'm I'm clean and I want to do drag. And she was like, come, bitch, bring what you got. Um, started doing drag and like six months later was asked to do makeup for the show. And I, I didn't even have a kit. Wow. I didn't even have a kit. <laughs> but I mean, what do you do in this business? Right. When they say, can you hula hoop? You go, uh, yeah. And you go home, you figure out how to hula hoop and yep. you show up the next day at yep. 6 a.m. And you will do everything you can to make sure that that hula hoop wraps around your waist at least three times. Right. Yeah. And it took it all the way to an Emmy. It took it all the way to the Emmys. Yeah, it did. What a dream. Yeah. You know, I have always wanted to travel the world. And I got a call from Todrick Hall last summer. And he said, do you have a passport? And I said, yeah, I do. Because during the pandemic, I thought to myself, one day I'm going to be asked to go somewhere. And I better have my shit together. Right. You know, that's a great thing about the universe. The universe doesn't react if you're not willing to participate. So how ready am I to travel the world if I'm not ready to travel the world? So I got my passport 
not realizing that one day I would get the call. And uh, Todrick called me and he said, do you have your passport? Uh, I need you to go on this tour with me in Europe. And I was like, yeah, and when do we leave? And he said, tomorrow. Wow, that's fast. And I haven't stopped traveling with him for the last year. Yeah. I've been all over the world, all over the world. What what are some of the places that you've loved to see? Um, I think London. London's Mm -hmm. always been such a huge fascination for me. I have Mm -hmm. such a huge fascination for the monarchy and for all things British. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the Canary Islands were so fantastic because I had never been to someplace that tropical. Mm -hmm. I've been to Hawaii. I mean, obviously, that's where we filmed the episode. That's where the Emmy was won from. Um, And and Hawaii is great. It's a beautiful place. I, I loved it so much, but... The Canary Islands was on another level for me. Right. You know, it was like Jurassic Park and on one island and on the other, it was complete desert. Um, and, and Spain's just so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, when you say when you say London, I, I immediately can see why that like where that comes out, even in your fashion choices. Yeah. You know, there's so much of a punk influence in what you do. Yeah. Um, but then it's elevated. Do you know what I mean? It's not like a copy like I'm going to a punk party. So let me put on my punk outfit. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a point of view. It's a it really is a statement. And so you always incorporate elements of that in what you wear. Do you feel like that? I mean, is it because I feel like that's a who I am? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like when it's your skin, it looks great. Yeah. Right? It's like when you put on. I, I know right away when I put on somebody else's clothing, it feels like somebody else's clothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I find something like the shirt. You know, I said, Willem, do you have something I can wear? Uh, I need like a punk T-shirt. I have been through mine. I'm bored with it. And um, I went and picked this up. And, and, and great. I know it's going to look good on me. I know it's going to feel good on me because it's it, it's everything of who I am. Right. Um. I think that that's just like, especially in drag and in life, just finding your authenticity and being authentically who you are. Mm -hmm. It's like, I loved the drag that I grew up with when people were like, oh, I'm going to do a ballad. And I'm like, you don't really do ballads well, right? Yeah. But like, what do you do well? Like, what music did you grow up with? Like, what music did you like scream in the shower? What what music do you belt when nobody's listening? That's the music you should do. 100% true. Right? 100% um, true. And I grew up with like Stevie Nicks and Joan Jett and um, the Eurythmics, Michael Jackson, Janet, Madonna. Like Madonna, I feel like, you know, raised me as mm-hmm. a child. I, I lived in so many different places growing up uh, as a kid up until I was 14 that the only thing I would really see consistently throughout my life was her. I could turn on the tube and... And there she was, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like her her transforming and who she is um, and, and watching her grow helped enable me to grow and gave me some sort of, sort of um, uh, stability. Do you go out and drag aside from like, no. like say we're coming, you came here, you came here and drag. Yeah. Would you stop at 7-Eleven and go in and drag to grab something? Or are you like? Yeah, for sure. See, I'm so like, I can't. Not a big bite. Not a big bite. No, definitely no. not a cold one. Let's take a break. Yeah? Yes, girl. I was so nervous. About what? I'm, you know what, Delta? I have. Get off. Before anything else, I'm always going to be a fan. Stop. You know, I love drag so much. And when I first moved to Los Angeles, you were always so kind to me. From the very moment I met you, I met you at Dream Girls in the back room. I came in with Detox. She was working that night. And I just gravitated to you. You're so beautiful, so professional, so gorgeous. Um, and then when you get to see you perform, like you're one Thanks. of you're one of the girls for me that I just I mean, I come from that school of drag. Yeah. Where drag was making the words come out of your mouth. Yeah. You know? It wasn't Thank you. That's the backflip and the and, and the splits and you know. So you don't I, like my dance numbers. I love your dance numbers. I love the one Highly where you take your head and put it behind you. Highly choreographed. And then lick your toe. Right. It's the best. Right. <laughs> I like to lick other people's toes. I have numbers. some. 
You do? I have 10 of them. You do? Yep. I, I'm told that I have toes. I love I them. I haven't seen them, but let, I know. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, Sonique actually <laughs> lifted this up and proved to everybody that I have them. Do you remember that? I saw. She said, there's a possum in the woods. <laughs> you said, you, she's she's a hoot. Uh, beyond. She's a hoot. She's also one of those people that has been so supportive, so kind, but she's one of those people that's going to tell you exactly what she's thinking. Yeah, yep. she is. No holds barred. It's so interesting how many of our, our friends that are like, drop dead gorgeous and are the ones that people think like oh they're probably a bitch and they're like the ones who absolutely don't (laughs) buy into any kind of hype nope they love being quote unquote not beautiful yeah you know what i mean yeah she's one of those people that's just like she knows how to turn it on yeah but the thing of it is is that it's not a character she's that's who she is she's just beautiful and she always has given me little bits of wisdom where i'm like is that really coming from you, girl? Yeah. Because well, I remember when I first met her, I was like, oh, you know, quote unquote, uh, just a sexy blonde. Pretty girl. Yeah. Pretty girl, no, not much there. Like she has let, she's dropped wisdom where I'm like, I hear it and I'm like, oh, okay, what? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So Nico will drop wisdom to you like where you think, where did you read that from? Yeah. And then the more you get to know her, you realize it's because she's lived it. Yeah. You have to live that kind of wisdom. It can't be taught and you can't read it to yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We are back with six and, um, you know, sometimes it happens a lot because I love um, the people that come here, are people who interest me. You know what I mean? And and of course, this all started with my friends. Yeah. And um, sometimes I forget when we're talking off camera or on camera. So I think it's just it gets what it gets. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, when the when the doors open, honey, the breeze will come in. Yeah. And we don't. Did Sonique teach you that? Or where did no. that come from? No, I actually, I've opened the door and the, it, the funny thing is the breeze actually it literally, does come in. It came yeah. in and it just blew your hair. Yeah. You had no choice. Um, <laughs> how much work does all of this take, would you say? I mean, I don't mean just the look, your body, your positivity, all of it. I mean, it's taken me 40, I'll be 47 October 7th, uh-huh. uh, 2nd. Uh-huh. Sorry, 47, October 2nd. I'll be six years sober, September 2nd. Mm-hmm. So I am 47 years plus six years of actual pure work on who I am mm-hmm. up here, right? Um, I have thought I knew who I was growing up. I thought I knew where I belonged. I thought I knew where I fit in. I pushed against those doors so hard my whole life. Um, and I guess that's why I got so physically strong, mm-hmm. but mentally it tore me down not being able to open them. Mm-hmm. And so now I just open the doors that are available to open right. and I walk through them and I just kind of let the universe give me what it has for me. Because the thing, the thing about the child that I was, I was such a hope and a dreamer that I know that the universe heard every last one of those hopes and dreams. Mm. And I know that the universe has written them down for me, knows exactly what I wanted when I was a child. I knew the life path that my my life was going to take on at a very young age. I just didn't know as an adult how to make those dreams happen. Right. So I know the universe has got me. And I'm just going to keep walking through everything that says yes. And anything that says no for me is not for me. When I ask, like, what, what, how long does all this take in a day? Like, say, uh, you're going to get up and do drag. Do you, do you like work out that day? Do you, are there only certain days when you work out? I work out every single day. Okay. Um, and it's more, less for physical and more for mental. Okay. Right. Because when you are sick and you're doing the things that sick people do, um, I spent so much time, energy, and money doing that stuff that it had to be replaced with something else. Mm-hmm. So if I don't get to the gym, my brain wants me to revert back to what I know is comfort, right? Right. So if I don't go to the gym, if I don't feel sore in my body, I start feeling sore in my mouth, my mind. Okay. You know, so the, the gym is not about being physically fit. It's about being mentally fit. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you, um, you know, so we, we hear that, that word, uh, people say, Oh, my cheat day is this day, that day. Do you, have a cheat day or do you just like when you think that you want something, you have it and you just involve that, like that I've just committed to the fact that I enjoyed that. Yeah. How does that work? I, um, I eat and drink whatever I want. Okay. I, it, it, I don't have any, I do have this thing with alkaline water though, um, versus regular water. I okay. feel like alkaline water. Um, if you do the research, our bodies are so acidic that alkaline water really replaces all that acidity in our body mm-hmm. and see sickness and uh, disease really thrives well in, in acidity. 
Okay. So replacing all that fluid with alkalinity really makes it difficult for the body to harbor um, sickness and illness. Wow. So that's the only thing that I'm like, no, 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 no. I cannot drink anything but alkaline water. Is there alkaline diet Coke, do you think? Like, is that is that a thing or no? <laughs> Just telling them that I want to do a Coke taste test with you. Okay. I don't believe this theory and where you actually believe diet versus Coke Zero is different. I, I The reason I believe so is because I feel like Coke Zero tastes like, um, it tastes like a Coke to me. <laughs> yeah. And, right? And that Diet Coke is trying to not taste like a Coke. Like it has its own formula that's not like there's no elements where they're trying to replace to make it taste like a Coke. Got so it. I don't know. That's just like that. I mean, I, I well, feel- I mean, we also grew up at a time where like aspartame was like new. Right. 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 And it was the thing and everybody was doing it. And and do you think there's a difference between Diet Pepsi and Diet Coke? Uh, taste wise, yeah, hundred percent. I, I can taste too. it. I would, I, I would tell, I would say, um, one of the uh, uh, the editors of of this show, Doug, um, sent me a message the other day, and it was a picture of a drive through, uh-huh. and he was like, "What drive through am I at?" And there wasn't really many telltale signs. I was trying to zoom in on the cups or the uniform, but I couldn't. And I, when he sent that to me, like I felt a little bit broken because I was like, <laughs> he really did stump me. I really can't tell. And I pride myself I- on saying, <laughs> all right, I'm a lazy pig. There's got to be something in that that I have over everyone else. You should be able to tell those fucking uniforms by now, bitch. <laughs> and he stumped me. And I was like, fuck. I I was like a wounded cat. Like, you ever seen those cats that like something happens to them and they drag their back feet and they're trying to walk? That's how I felt until this morning. And when I woke up this morning, I was like, you know what? I'm going to see six. It's going to be fine. Like, it's a new day. But I felt really broken. So I feel like I could reclaim that if somebody brought in like a Diet Coke, a tab do you remember Tab? A tab, I do. Oh, my God. Yeah. But uh, there's people that say that they can taste the difference in, in bottled water. Do you remember Pepsi Clear? Oh, my God, yes. Ugh. Do you remember um, back in the day, Diet Pepsi cans used to, like, the D was higher and then the P was lower like that. Yeah. And it said, with a kiss of lemon. No. Nope. That was the thing. Kiss of lemon. Do you do that? Uh, I Well, if we it's at a, at a, a lime or a lime? I don't. But if they give it to me at a bar, I'll drink You'll it. You'll do it. Yeah, I'll drink it. No. You don't like what about it? an iced tea? I like iced tea with lemon, but I'll drink it without. But I would prefer it with lemon. See, I'd prefer it without. You prefer it with prefer yeah. it without. Do you put any sweetener or anything in no. it? No. 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 No, because it's out. It's that's acidic, <laughs> and you're gonna die. I just honestly don't like the taste of anything artificial. Yeah. I used to, but I, I don't know. Something happened. Did you ever eat a Wow chip? Do you remember Wow chips? I don't. They had Olestra slash Olean in them, and basically the <laughs> idea was your body could not absorb the fat so people were eating these and they were like they were like basically a quote-unquote diet chip because the the type of oil was olean slash olestra i'm not sure which way it goes but one's the brand name one's the something the brand that they would put on the chips wow so it'd be wow doritos wow ruffles and you would eat them and your body wouldn't absorb that fat so you were not gaining weight from it so people were like well shit i'll eat the whole bag all of them the problem was because that fat would not get absorbed, it would go, come out exactly as it went in. So people were shitting their brains out. <laughs> and you never felt like your ass was clean because it was oily. Bitch, I know about this. I know about this. And like, it, it was like, I don't know. Like, maybe if you dye something and you don't put gloves. You've ever dyed someone's hair and you're like, I don't need gloves. I'm good. Yeah. And then you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Or when you frost, well, I say frost someone's hair. How old am I? Um, and you get like the white marks. Oh, the burn. Yeah, it yeah, burns. Yeah, yeah. But it's you're burnt. like, I'm a tough bitch. I can do this. I used to do it with black hair dye. Okay. I worked in a salon um, and my nails, my skin. <laughs> fucked. Every, just black. Yeah. All over. Yeah. Yep. Just looking dirty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Manic panic. All of it. Yeah. And people used to be like, that's not healthy for you. And I was like, I just saw you at the club last night. Don't tell me what's not healthy for me. Right, right. Those girls. Yeah, I do like, um, I don't know if you use glue on your nails. I use the little sticky tabs. I do too. Yeah, but some people will do the glue over and over and I get it. But like, girl, your nails will weep after a while. Or the ear. Oh, Those girls that super glue glue their ears. They're crying. (laughs) The ears are so sad. And they're like, I just put makeup over it. And I'm like, that's, you have a full open wound, a wound on your ear. Yeah. 
And that skin is, oh, that's like your. It is. It's the same kind of skin. Yeah. Like the area around there, around your ear. Yeah. It's, yeah. Super glue it to your balls. Yeah. See with that. Have you ever super glued your balls or anything to your balls before? No. I've actually never even taped anything to my my parts. Really? No, I don't know how that. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever? No, but you. Uh, but I've seen detox. Oh, same. She's yeah. actually the reason why I won't do it. Yeah. Have you seen her try to pull it off? I've seen her pull it. I've actually seen her leave it inside my suitcase. <laughs> and I took it out and I'm like, what is this? Like, it looks like a diagram of like, uh, like a uterus. Like yeah. the way she like, oh my God, let's take a break. We are back with six. We are talking about everything and uh, also none of it at the same time. Everything and nothing. Nothing. All at the same time. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we open letters. My favorite. Read me, Delta! And they send these letters in beautifully, sometimes in beautiful um, stationery like this. I don't have my letter opener with me right now. I normally what, where do. Is, where, where is this elusive letter opener? Um, I have a lot of them. And I, I'm supposed to bring them from home. <laughs> and I forgot today. I forgot a lot of things today, but, you know, whatever. You got a nail. I have a nail. And you always and, have the best nails. Thanks. You do. The color is always right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, on days when I have to do uh, more than one episode, which is, you, you know, usually we do two. Yeah. Sometimes we do three. Sometimes That's great. we have to do one. Um, I try to think, like, what am I wearing? Because I, I don't know if I'm going to have time to change out nails. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you would like to send a letter, send it to readmedelta at gmail.com. Uh, questions, queries, I would say comments, but you know, we don't always want all their comments, wow. but you can make some comments. <laughs> and then if they're shitty, you know, I take this opportunity, uh, as a, um, a learning space and a learning tool. So while, uh, six takes the smart adult route, which is to just stop the conversation. Um, I am, um, <laughs> ignorant and petty. And so if somebody says something shitty, I have to like read it back to them. I follow this guy on uh, TikTok and Instagram and his name is Jackson and he's a um, he's a lawyer uh-huh. and he's a public speaker and he teaches people how to entertain conversations that are difficult or how to respond. Yeah. And one of the things he says is when somebody says something shitty to you, and you, you can ask them, did you mean for that to hurt my feelings? Yeah. Was that your intention? It was that your intention. Yeah. And I thought, what? Is, that's so succinct. Yeah. Especially, like, not a stranger, but like somebody in your family or a friend that might be trying to like read you sort of out of school. Cause you know, there's, I believe there's people that, that don't hate us and just don't know. There's people that hate, hate how anointed we are. Yeah. How other people find enjoyment or pleasure or, um, uh, align themselves with the same thinking not because we're better but because they're like i kind of see it that way too yeah you know so there's there's other people out there that don't like that yeah they don't like that anointment you know what i mean dear delta what are your favorite hors d'oeuvres you don't talk about them do you not like them they're appetizers you eat when you're standing up aren't all appetizers good thanks a million very vanna i vanna i love appetizers i'm glad you asked um my favorite kind of appetizers uh, involve cheese or a cracker, well, um, a dip. I I love all hors d'oeuvres. Um, I feel like when people, like when you're at a party and there's like the pass, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, I always feel strange when I can tell I really am going to like it, like just by looking at it. And I want like three of them. Yeah. But like that is not, you know, like when you eat family style dinner, you serve a portion knowing everyone's going to have to have a portion of this. And then if there's something left, then you can have a little bit more. But, you know, but, I just don't want to be piggy. Yeah, but hors d'oeuvres, you know they're coming back out with another tray. True. I just, I don't know. I don't want people to think. Have like you that. ever seen Jackie B eat an hors d'oeuvre? No. She'll do it standing up and she's not afraid to hold out her hand and use it as a plate and grab several. Oh, that's smart. I loved it. You know, they say um, that if you stand up while you're eating... You don't gain weight because it just goes right through you. So that could be the thing. Maybe less meals, more hors d'oeuvres. Have you tried? Is that what you do to stay svelte? You know, as a as a makeup artist and a hairstylist, uh-huh. we rarely have time to just sit around. 
right? Of course. So I'm used to eating on my feet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to really sit down and enjoy a meal. For me, food is just to live. Right. Right? Um, there are people who live to eat, and mm-hmm. I'm just eating to live. Right. So I don't get the same kind of enjoyment and comfort from food that, that mm-hmm. most people do, and I don't think I ever have. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just like, oh, am I hungry? Yeah, I, I need something to eat. Sure. Grab a, a grab, grab a big bite or what's your go-to like at a, like at a craft services like nuts or fruit or like nuts a, or fruit anything yeah. i can throw in my pocket because how many times do you have a chance to just sit there and enjoy the whole right. thing right at once and actually nuts and fruit are would be very hardy in a pocket like they're not going to really get that fucked up yeah chips are going to get busted immediately right Plus, in they the don't even bag. seem to last that long you eat it and you're going to be hungry later because yeah. there's no sustenance and, and your breath's not going to be right. you know right you got to worry about all those things yeah but if i'm starving and I'm standing up and there are hors d'oeuvres being passed. I'm not afraid to grab yeah. several. Yeah. You're you know? not. Huh? Can you just leave that here? Uh-huh. Sure. I'm hungry. What and kind these of hors d'oeuvres are for me. Do you like? I like anything that's cheese or cracker. Yeah. Yeah. A, a spread. Mm. A good spread. Like my, one of my favorite things to eat. I don't know if this is even an hors d'oeuvre. I guess it could be. Mm. That Hawaiian bread and spinach dip. Oh, like a King's Hawaiian? Oh, oh that's so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I could eat it for the, with the watercress. Uh-huh. Water chestnut. I don't know what they call it. It's the same thing to me. Like a lettuce. No, it's no. like a, a white. Oh, a water chestnut. Water chestnut. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. yeah. I guess watercress is a lettuce, isn't it? I, I guess. Some yeah. sort of field green. I don't know. But whatever they put in that spinach dip mixed with a... That's it. That's it for me. I don't do you know cut if the a... crust off of your bread or do you just eat it regularly? I eat everything. You eat everything. Every single thing. Do you make your own bread? No, I've never no. done that. Candace Kane makes her own bread. See, I don't have that kind of, I don't have bread time. I don't either. I don't have bread time. I don't have bread patience. Do you like corn? I do. Yeah. In I'm... all its forms. Yes. That's In all I'm its forms. Popcorn. Popcorn. Oh my God. Cream. I will go to the movies just to eat popcorn. I don't care what the movie is. Have you been to this theater? Uh, um, I, I think it's at Century City. Okay. But they have popcorn mixed with Oreos. I've heard of people doing that. Yeah. It's danger. Really? It's so You'll fuck it up. damn good. Yeah. It's so damn good. Do you eat candy at the movies or do you bring your own? Or do My you buy- favorite thing in the whole world is Twizzlers. Oh, I yeah. love Twizzlers. I'm not a Red Vine girl. I'm a Twizzler girl. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you ever... Bite the ends off and use it as a straw. I used to when I was a kid. Have you done it as an adult? Yeah, of course. I don't like the texture. How do you? What do you think I eat for breakfast? <laughs> Hello, it's vegan. Hello. Um, yeah, the texture throws me off now as an really? adult. Have you ever had like a nutter butter or a, uh-huh. a, a, a with a fluff a nutter? Have you ever had nut in your butt? <laughs> Maybe once or twice. Right, three yeah. times a lady. I don't like it. Uh, you don't like it? No, I don't no. Like but it. you like a nutter butter. I do like a nutter butter or yeah. fluff a nutter. I think they're the different. Nutter butter is like a cookie with peanut butter. Uh huh. Fluff a nutter is the marshmallow with peanut butter. The marshmallow spread. Then what's a turducken? Mm, I don't you know. ain't getting near Hold that. Ah! That's a turducken. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. That's a turducken. That is the turducken. Mm-hmm. That's the turducken. It's a turducken in the woods. <laughs> um. Wait. Wait. We're supposed to be reading letters. What the fuck? Okay. Let's see another. See, this is what happens. You see, but the thing is, if you had the letter opener, right. you would have stayed on top. This is what happens when my friends come here. <laughs> like, honestly, I forget that we're supposed to be making a show. You yeah. know what I mean? This is your fault. I mean, this is the show. When are we doing brunch again together? By the way, I will call Jules immediately. Yeah. You know, I'm getting ready to leave. I'm going on tour in less than two weeks, and I'm okay. going to be gone for two months. But Jules has oh. been. Always so nice to me. I'll be back by November. That'll be perfect. We'll be, be doing nice it in November. Cool. It'll perfect. Be nice and cool. Yeah. We'll be away from Halloween. We won't have to do Halloween numbers or Christmas numbers. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Do you do you do the Halloween thing? Oh, you do it's it. My favorite. Really? Halloween. I come alive. Um, I come alive about just when Starbucks starts to introduce the, the, the pumpkin spice. The pumpkin spice. So I don't know, the 15th of August or so. And then <laughs> I'm alive. I'm alive uh, until about the end of February. And then I, I just collapse. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. Spring and summer is not for me. I think the colors are beautiful. I love the colors. But it's not for me. But the holidays, you know, Mariah is melting in her ice right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. She's, she's coming. Yeah. She's coming. And she's coming fierce. 
But yeah, I love I love Halloween. I love pumpkins. I love um, Christmas stockings. I like giving people little tiny gifts, big gifts, singing songs. What's a I big love, gift? What's a big? You know what a big gift mm, is? Uh-huh. Turducken. It's a turducken. <laughs> Show them the turducken. That's a turducken. There it is. Is that a, that's a Tom's. That's a Tom. Uh, Bob was, no, not Bob. Uh, Thorgy was here. Mm-hmm. And Thorgy said, those shoes are disgusting. And I was like, what's wrong with them? Like, you buy, a, you buy a pair, they give a pair. Yeah. And she said, no, those shoes are gross. And I know they fucking stink. Take them off and let me smell them. <laughs> and I was like, they don't stink. She's like, if they don't stink... Fucking take them off and let me smell them. Yeah. And I'm like, what if they do? She goes, then, I, then I'll be right. But I've smelled a stinky foot before. And I contend that because I have so many pairs of them, like I'll wear them and I'm like, I think I need to throw this away now. They're not that expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, I mean, I really do think they're made of fucking cardboard. Like, yeah, they for can, sure. Girl, when it was raining and I was walking in them, I, I think I'm ripping these. I think this is like literally like a Kotex and then like just strings. Yeah. There's nothing to this. I, I love Tom's. I worked with Tom's sister. Okay. She's Aviator Nation. Okay. Yeah. I love every pair of them. Yeah. I wear them all. Actually, they are built like a brick shit house. If you ever wanted a Tom, <laughs> you should know that they're the best quality shoe you're going to find, especially for the value. You're not going to get a deal. What you're going to get is a value. It's uh, supportive. It's easy to wear. You can wear it in a formal setting. You can wear it very casually. You can find something super decorated or something super simple. Check out Tom's at your local retailer. Our next letter is uh, Dear Delta and Spooky Guest. I guess they decided you were spooky. I am spooky. Have you heard of Halloween trees? They're like Christmas trees, but Halloween, instead of ornaments um, that inspire Christmas and joy, people are adding ghouls and witches. Did you plan on having a Halloween tree this year? If so, what are you adding to your tree? Where will this tree live now that you have a bigger space? Any gifts under the tree? Yours, very veto. I have friends that have trees up all year round. They love it. They decorate them for the season. Um, Psychedella is one of those people. She keeps a tree up and it's like the Memorial Day tree, the 4th of July Day tree, the Easter tree. She does that with wigs too. She does it with, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does that. She has way too much. (laughs) Too much. Psychedella, we, we did brunch together. Psychedella brought eight wigs. We're only doing three numbers. Yeah, and you're and it's a different seating, and then you're repeating the same numbers again for a different crowd because yep. they're entirely different. Like they, the other people have left the building. <laughs> this bitch had eight wigs, and each wig was stacked. Yeah, so it was two wigs to a double wig, sixteen wigs. Yeah, double wig, and she does them. Yeah, like as she puts them on, she she does them. She's yeah. not one of those girls that just. Right. Places and goes. She zhuzhes as she yeah. goes, and then she also has all the earrings that are like this big. Yeah. Yep. And all the, yep, she loves to pull out her jewelry. She loves to pull out her jewelry. Yeah. And I didn't know, I'm glad you said that because I thought it was just me that she liked to pull them out around. No, she does it. Oh, no. She, she knows likes she likes to pull it out for herself. Yeah. Oh, I bet. She, she does. She pull anything else out? Yeah, she pulls it all out. <laughs> um, the trees, no, I I like to save my Christmas tree for Christmas time. Yeah. And, you know, for years I have had um, a... Uh, half tree. Do you know what that is? No. So it's a tree that looks like a full Christmas tree, but when you walk down the hallway, you look, it's flush with the wall. What? So it, because I always lived in such a small apartment. Safe space. Area. Yeah. It looks real. Yeah. Like it looks like a full thing, but then you're like, wait a minute, is this an optical illusion? So it, it sets up. I've never seen that. Like a block of cheese like that. And then the wall <laughs> is here. So now I have a bigger space. Now I'm going to need a full tree. Plus now I have vaulted Where do you ceilings. get two halves? Well, I'm going to keep this one and I think I'm going to put it on the porch, the little one. It's not little. It's big. It's six feet. But I want like an eight foot tree, I think, this year. Do you do real or synthetic? Uh, synthetic. Yeah, of course. Yeah, synthetic. The reason being Psychedella, of all people, um, used to do, uh, used to work at this place in Lakewood called The Hop. Ooh. And it was uh, like an event space. So she knew how to like do flower decorations and all those things. Like a typical gay, but she went like over the top. Yeah. And she always told me, always have a fake tree because you can bend, you can zip tie, you can rip, you can do all of that stuff. She used to get, these trees were so big, she would get full-size teddy bears and shove them into the tree and like bend the wires around them so that they look like they were coming out. And yeah, so I learned that from her, how to like manipulate that stuff. You know, you were saying earlier about um, when we were talking about cheating for camera, you learn from everyone, especially a fucking queen. Yeah. Um, And that's what you have like from, from being on the show, especially 
I think is a heightened awareness of like, mm-hmm. what do we need to do to sell this on camera? Yeah. But then when you're in person, you're like, that camera reads differently than that in yeah, person Yeah, if I turn to the side, there's right. 18 chip clips back there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I learned that from this because during the pandemic, I would always go live. Mm-hmm. And so I had my ring light and I would... And I would put it up here and I would put my camera in and I would push my camera down and I'd be like, hi, everyone. And then when we started doing this, the camera was at a a normal level. And so now I'm like, hi, everyone. Like that. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Like I thought it was going to look, you know what I mean? So now I just. You know what? You can't be mad at yourself for doing it so well that even you believed it. Right. I did. I did believe it. That's the fantasy. I did believe it. Yeah. And then I had to like wait for about like, you know four or five months of people watching and they were like, did this bitch gain weight? Or like, what? what's yeah. going on with this camera? Like yeah. she looks, she doesn't look as face tuned. Cause you know, I like to get, if my phone is here, I like to like, you're supposed to face tune like that. Right. Yeah. Right. I do this. <laughs> and then I also, I'll take this and I'll like do Pots like and pants. this on Swiffer. the face tune. I pay so much money for my filters. I'm telling you when I do my cameos, Three filters for my cameos. Thorgy, again, was like, you're doing too much. And I'm like, baby, they deserve it. They deserve to see me smooth. Did you ever try to lay your phone down and then take that Swiffer you bought? And That is not a bad idea. I have laid my phone down and then squatted over it and tried just to see, like, what would what are take they seeing? Yeah, what are the tricks seeing? You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, no. That is not So good. everyone has to start being lowered right. in from above. They just see like a prune <laughs> and then they see like these chins that look like pieces of cake. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You just write letters to people on all that you stuff. You can. Yeah. You can. Give them something to really, uh-huh. give them something to do. Right. Or you, if you're if you're really strong, say, I think you could do this. Uh, you don't even need to use anything to hang on to. You can just squat all the way down and go. And you can just seal it. <laughs> you can seal it with a kiss. Right. Thank you for being here. I love you this so is much. Ridiculous. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Why are we ridiculous? You're ridiculous. We're just along for the ride. Right. No, you're ridiculous. <laughs> Lee, beautiful, <laughs> stunning goddess. I, love I you. look at you as like a supermodel. I look at you as like a strong woman. I look at you as just wise. I think I'm just the embodiment of all the women that I really looked up to as a kid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I was so lucky for MTV and being able to see those women. That really just captivated every single thing about me. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love strong women. I think that too. Like, I, I always feel like we uh, are definitely, I think just because of our age as well, yeah. like we ha- we witnessed so much without the internet. Yeah. And I'm not knocking people for be- being born and having to have the internet. Yeah. But we're able to see it on the internet as well. But yeah. we had all of our references had to come from elder gays saying watch this movie yeah listen to this or you would just hear conversations and you're like what are they talking about yeah what does that mean oh i would figure yeah. it out yeah do you remember being a kid um with the phone book oh my god and yeah. looking up I, I used to look up uh gay and oh. then i would find where i mean i had to have been 11 years old and looking up the word gay and then finding where the gay establishments were in the phone book and then i actually had to like i didn't have gps so i actually had to look at the address look on a map, figure out where it was, go there. And I would sit in the parking lot until I saw another person gay. And then I would run, flee. I would flee. Right. Yeah. You're supposed to go home right now. I'm going home. Thank you all so much for listening and watching Very Delta. A special hello to everyone on YouTube. Please subscribe to Mom Podcast so you don't miss an episode. Uh, Also search for Very Delta on your podcast apps where we come out every Monday as well as here on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe to the Mom Plus of your choice for even more Very Delta. You can send all of your questions to readmedelta at gmail.com and you can follow me on Instagram at Delta Work. Where can people find you on social media? At Call Her Six across all platforms. Uh, Call Her Six. C-A-L-L-H-E-R and the number six. Speaking of Psychedella, a minute ago, we were both like tagging you in, uh, it, that when we did brunch. And I was like, it's They Call Her Six. They Call Her Six. And we were like looking it up, talking on the phone. And she's like, bitch, it's not that. And finally, we had to like, I don't even know how we figured it out. I think we called Jules. Can Jules I tell like, you the reason why it's not They Call Her Six anymore? Somebody stole the name, bought the website, oh and God. then tried to hold it ransom and make me purchase the website from them. So I dropped the they, bought Call Her Six, and said- So it was at one point. Yeah. It was. Okay, it was. so I'm not crazy. Yeah. No. Just old. I mean, you're still crazy. But right. Yeah, things have But changed. I'm right. You are right. 
Thank You're you. always right. When are you wrong? Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you can also follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Very Delta because if you're not, you're really only getting half the Delta. Join me next week right here. And until then, keep things Very Delta. This episode of Very Delta was brought to you by Orange Diamond, the official emoji of the Very Delta show. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 